Day Drive 16. Holy cow, 16. Woo! This episode is sponsored in part by Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Um, use code DAYDRIVE at your local Taco Bell. Just walk up there, and then when they give you your total, just say DAYDRIVE. And they'll say, huh? <laughs> and then it'll be full price, but you will have had the interaction. You'll confuse the um, workers. Perfect. Well, uh, with us again today, Chris. Christian Hill. Howdy. Our uh, media correspondent, our um, research assistant. Um, <laughs> research assistant. Who am I an assistant to? Us. Oh, <laughs> dang. Okay. Uh, so Chris, um, now I I forgot we have we, we t- you've been on a few times but we haven't really touched back on this. Are you still a vegetarian? <laughs> oh. Yes. Yes. You haven't quit yet. Haven't quit yet. I think it's my my two month. Anniversary coming up in you a You get a chip weeks. or something for that, right? Yeah, <laughs> of course. You get to eat a little bit of meat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get to ruin all your progress. They're like, all right, yeah, and we'll, we'll let you have it a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, like giving an alcoholic a shot. Yeah. But right I still have my vegetarian glow. Right. Oh, you do. So. You must definitely still, still have the glow. The glow. Mm. <laughs> right off the bat, we're going to bust open this. Um, we got we have some viewer mail. Yep. Listener mail. Oh, I'm going to pull it up, too, so I can read. I got it. I'll give us a. Uh, this is, comes from Alia. Shout out to Alia. I, I I don't know if I'm pronouncing your name right. Um, Alia. 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 Okay. First thing we need to respond with is well, yeah. <laughs> give us a like, pronunciation of your name exactly. Okay. Yo, Vincent Lucas, not Chris. Oh, okay. You weren't on that episode. I think we talked. You weren't. About. No, no. You. This was last week. In your latest podcast, you brought up Mac DeMarco, and Vincent was talking about how his latest album is very slow and quite boring. Yep, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying it is. I did mention that. I wanted to preface by saying this: I'm a hu- by saying I'm a huge Mac DeMarco fan, fan of Mac DeMarco. I agree with Vincent. Mac totally took a hard left with this album, but I will say that the live versions of those so- uh, of those songs are much better. I saw Mac play in concert last Sunday here in Seattle. Shout out to Seattle. Big shout out. Big Seattle. shout out to Seattle. Sponsors of the show, friend of the show, friend of the show, um, <laughs> the whole city, <laughs> and uh, he played some songs from "Here Here Comes a Cowboy," uh, along with some other ones. Uh, Wait, "Here Comes a Cowboy" is the the new, new one, one, right? Yep. Okay. Along with some ones I consider to be fan favorites. And when he played the new songs, they felt less boring compared to the studio versions. Nice. I really enjoyed uh, his live renditions. Maybe it was because I was stoked to watch him or watch the band perform live or the combination of the live instrumentation and the ability to have more freedom when performing made the songs more, uh, much more entertaining. Uh, I guess I'll never know. It was an amazing concert. And then Alias says, P.S. Vincent's King Cruel impression was spot on. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. All right. Well, I guess that just leaves us our only option is we're going to have to scour the internet for, for live Mac DeMarco. <laughs> oh, I bet you could find that. Does he have like a like a bootleg tape or something? <laughs> well, I'm not saying bootleg tape. I'm saying like is there a is there a live uh, album or something on Spotify? I don't think so. There actually, I think there's like one little like acoustic set thing that he did live, but it's like Spotify like, sessions like, or something. Yeah, like acoustic and like a long time ago. All right. Well, wait. I have a question. Go. So does he like change genres? From no. like stoner rock or whatever you call it. So imagine like, have you heard Mac DeMarco before? Yeah. So imagine like that, but like it's like less like. You know how he's kind of got that like, hey, kind of. What is he like? <laughs> <laughs> like that. He's kind of got that goofy like um, 
uh, yeah, kind of like nasally. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he's yeah, he's still got that going on, but it's just less like it feels like there's less humor. It's oh, definitely more okay. serious. But like, I feel like with that, the song, not the songwriting, but just like kind of whole like vibe sort of takes a hit in a way. Mm-hmm. Like it just less is, is less like it's less goofy. Which I mean, I'm not complaining, but like. I guess well, it's, it, it gets it it he's more like serious that. now. You're saying? I know. <laughs> Vincent, well, Shout I, out to Taco Bell. Have, I shouldn't have asked him a question immediately before a big bite. Of the Taco instrumentation's Bell. a little less um, adventurous. Okay, it's a little more like standard, like what he knows he can kind of accomplish, and like how how it's is it way polished? It's very polished. Oh, really? I feel like that's not Mac DeMarco. Is yeah, not. exactly. Well, I, okay, so then I, I stand by the statement that the live versions are probably better then. Because if it sounds polished. like polished, yeah. then the less polished like live versions are probably the Mac DeMarco that's more of the what's the dog album. Yeah. This old dog or this the old dog. Well, this old dog was pretty, was pretty like clean as well, but it still had like – I feel like this old dog could like stand on its songwriting merits, but this one – just was in my opinion was like a little like the song songwriting was wasn't as great. I guess I got to do more of a dive into Mac DeMarco. Dude. I got to listen to this whole album for the next episode. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll break it down. We'll bust it down. Tatiana, <laughs> 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 that was a timely reference. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, all right, fair enough. So we wanted to we wanted to do a little in depth episode about us here. A little get to know you. I mean, obviously, if you listen to this, you probably know us. There's a pretty good chance that you know us. You might. You might. So we wanted to talk about music in particular. Do a real deep dive on um, the music that we've listened to throughout our lives. Because I think that's uh, important. Uh, what do you say? it Like um, formative. Formative kind of thing for yeah. your personality. Right? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I think so. the thing that I'm most excited about is seeing like. Like I, I can imagine, like hearing a song that Lucas listened to as a child and be like, "Oh yeah, I can see right. oh, how that has completely time, changed Lucas." <laughs> so that's how he, that's how he <laughs> the formative years. <laughs> Buy you a drink has really changed <laughs> my life. I think we should start at I don't know. What do you say? Like when 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 was like your first? We'll go around and say what was your first music related memory, if you can. Um, we had a monkey CD. I mentioned the monkeys like two times now, and I, like I'm not a crazy monkeys fan. But we had a monkey CD that we would always listen to on road trips. And uh, the ones in particular I remember are like Daydream Believer. Obviously, that's the big one. And then they had like the theme song from, I guess, what was their TV show? Where they were literally like, hey, hey, we're the monkeys. That one I remember hitting big time. So th- that CD was like very impactful in our right. in our families. People say they monkey around. Yeah, people say <laughs> they monkey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and... Uh, so that particular, we ended up like losing that CD, and I remember spending a couple hours that day looking for that CD. Damn, because wow. I think it like fell out of the car, or like we lost our entire CD case. It got stolen, something like that. Dang, who would steal a monkey CD? I know. Well, it was a full case of CDs. We had some, we had some hits in there, no doubt about it. What so, year was this? Like, what year? Like, approximately? Like, uh, that's a really good question. I don't know. I would say I was between like four and eight. That's okay. also a guess. But, right. uh, yeah, but I ended up, M- Monkeys was my first ever concert, though. Yer, m- oh. Yeah, yeah. So, saw him, saw him live in State College, Pennsylvania. I don't know if what counts, but technically my first ever concert I was ever, like, in attendance was the Wiggles. Oh, yeah. And I <laughs> fell asleep 
And this was two years ago. This right? was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this was just last year. Um, no, but yeah, no, I think I was probably like four. Very young. Don't really remember it. I remember like bits and pieces, but I passed out. Do you remember fruit salad? No, I don't remember any. I literally was asleep the entire concert. <laughs> they did a 40-minute rendition of fruit salad. Like I got in there and like my body like as a child was like, oh, it's dark. I have to go to bed. And just like, <laughs> passed out. Like I was just like. Which sucked because it was probably a hell of a show. <laughs> they, staged, they were stage diving. And like, they didn't one of the Wiggles get in big trouble? Mm-mm, I don't know. I think so. I think the Wiggles had some... Uh, Scandal? Yeah. I think it was <gasps> just... Not just, but I think they got like a drunk driving arrest for one of them or something. Oh, man. In Australia. <clears throat> they're Australian. You guys know that? Yeah. The Wiggles. The That's w- not Australian. <laughs> that was better than I was going to just do. So. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, with it, Wiggles. People say we're wiggling around. <laughs> <laughs> um, all, all right. I'll, I'll look into this a little bit more. Hang on. We'll, we'll get back to you guys on that one. Um, But, yeah, that's my f- – okay, let me just finish that thought. That's my first memory is the Monkees. Nice. But I mean, there's some older ones, I guess. I remember listening to some Hootie and the Blowfish when I was young. This is just what my what I feel like really stuck out from yeah. like what my mom was listening to in the car, that one in particular. Hootie. And then um, the Mamma Mia soundtrack was also oh, in, ro- in big rotation in the uh, Trombley family road trips. Nice. And mm. I uh, – Grew grew a little bitterness to that soundtrack, but just recently I've come around to ABBA, 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 yeah, ABBA. ABBA, ABBA as a band in particular, like just them. I rather can imagine than Little Lucas. We can. I don't want to listen to Mama Mia. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you like, that's exactly what was happening. Honestly, <laughs> God, that was that was me. I was like bitter. It would like. The CD would start over, you yeah. know, so oh, we would listen to like it once and I was like fine with it. You got to go clean up my handbag or something. Yeah. That's like one of the uh, that's one yeah, of the yeah. dialogue lines yeah. in it. And I remember it vividly. And then like it would replay. It's over and you're like, it's like, all right, you're like, all right, finally, cool. we're done. We're and done. Then, and then they just literally they just leave it on and we'd listen to it like what I would say is seemed like nine times in a row. But those two jump out to me. Hell yeah. That's like just your earliest music. Chris, what's your earliest musical memory? I think you're going to have a much different. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Like upbringing than Lucas here. Mm. So I grew up very heavily on R&B. Okay. And like soul. Right. So um, back when I was a kid, I was probably like four or something around there. Okay. Um, What my my mom and my dad would do is they would put on maybe like the Isley Brothers or something. Oh, hell yeah. And then they'd have me... Cause like we we only had one TV, so they turn Where on the music video. <laughs> they turn on the music video for this, and they they would put us in front of the TV with our backs turned to the TV, mm-hmm. and then they would just like watch us dance for like thirty minutes to an hour. They probably, they probably thought it was hilarious. Probably, yeah. Now I know where you get it from. Chris is actually quite the dancer. If yeah, he really know. is. Yeah, I've seen Chris. Uh, I have it. Yeah, I try to. I have it locked down. Yeah, you always but hold it, it down. Come, but it comes out. No, no, I'm saying I have it like. Oh, oh, you yeah, have it under yeah, control. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like a beast. It's like Dr. <laughs> Jack- it's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It's exactly. It only comes out <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> if you feed Chris after midnight, man. I do he's the folks. Gonna, starts, it's yeah, he over. Starts, <laughs> he starts hitting the fucking nene in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, besides that, I'd say in the same vein of like Lucas's story, um, my mom would always buy the... Uh, this is what I call music. Oh, okay. <laughs> CDs, I had those sure, too. and stuff like that. So I definitely 
grew up listening to like a lot of Britney Spears. Yeah, I remember that. Um, there, but there's one. Um, I actually don't know if it was on it. This is what it, we call music CD. Yeah, but there's a song uh, by Mike Jones, Paul Wall, and Slim Thug. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> Imagine little Chris walking around. Fuck, fuck, chicken, chicken, fuck, chicken. <laughs> That's uh, not that's not even Paul Wall. <laughs> no, that is it's a, me it was called Still Tipping, and um, all right. that's what got me into uh, into hip hop. Oh, nice! All right, hell yeah! Mm-hmm. Seed was planted early. Exactly. Yeah. Boom. Uh, for me, I feel like um, one a lot of stuff my mom listened to, mm-hmm. like was like really early stuff, um, like James Taylor. Okay. Yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Sure. Yeah. Um, the Mamma Mia soundtrack. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, um, Mamma Mia had a big impact oh, big on time. Um, and then, like, as a kid, I was, like, obsessed with the Beatles. Oh, right. Like, I remember you saying Probably, that. like, when I was, like, six six years old, maybe. Big, like, huge head. Like, big Beatles fan. Sure. What's your favorite Beatles track? Oh, fuck. I don't know. That's a hard question. That would take me, like... A few days to really figure that one out. Do you think? Okay, in that favorite in album, I can go White Album. The White Album. Yeah. Okay, in a situation where everybody on the planet forgot the Beatles, <laughs> do, you, do you think you could become a superstar with their songs? Yeah, I know you know enough them of that them. well. I know enough. enough of them. Yeah. Oh wow, incredible. Yeah, I think it, maybe I, I wouldn't do that because that's fucking morally and ethically reprehensible. I'm gonna have to see the movie before. Yeah, that, well, yeah, we we we're gonna we're gonna talk we're gonna go see that movie and talk about it because I want to talk about that movie. Yeah, fucking Ed Sheeran, using that movie. The movie we're talking about is called like what is it? Yesterday. Yesterday. And they couldn't have named it after like a cooler, <laughs> like Tomorrow Never Knows or something. Uh, okay, essentially the premise of the movie is that guy has a what like a some sort of like the power goes out or something yeah. and he wakes up and it's his birthday. They got him a guitar. He starts playing a Beatles song and they're like, and they're like Whoa, that, did you just make that up on the spot? And he's like, no, that's the no, Beatles. It's the, it's the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> they're in Jamaica, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but essentially the whole premise of the movie is that garbage. Oh, I'm just joking. I I'm don't know. I'm I'm not <laughs> maybe it'll be good. But the whole premise is that he gets famous off of, the Beatles, because in wherever he got transported during the thunderstorm, the Beatles never existed. The Beatles, yeah, nobody knows the Beatles. Do you think like it's like the Beatles didn't exist, like Paul McCartney, and they were, they were never born, or you think it's like they just never got famous, never born? Interesting. All right, well, that's a well. There, there's a moment in the trailer when they say they're going to bring out the um, real the songwriters. real songwriters, and it's obviously like Paul McCartney and John Lennon. Paul McCartney will there. definitely be in it. Yeah. That'd be funny if they're like, it's like Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. Because they're like, <laughs> they're like yeah. we can't like, doing like a 3D rendering of John Lennon would be like disrespectful. It's so like, let's just get Ringo to do it. <laughs> Ringo, yeah, you, you wrote the songs, right? Uh, Ringo was probably what? The fourth, like he didn't write that many he in wrote, comparison he wrote to the like other three, Obla right? D, no, he wrote with you. He wrote like, um, he wrote like, I don't know. Not he didn't lot. really write the hits, but no, I'm, no, I'm I don't saying think it's like it was like Lennon and McCartney oh, yeah, were yeah, one yeah, and yeah. two, George and then Harrison George Harrison was three, was three and oh, R- yeah. Ringo is the like the last quarterback on the bench. Oh, oh by far. I think there's like maybe like one in every three albums has a Ringo song on it. Fair enough. And like even the ones that he sings lead on, he didn't write. So hmm. but yeah, no, the Beatles for sure. And wait, then, wait, wait, sorry, back to the yesterday movie? Yeah, yeah. I'm making a prediction right now. Okay. The guy I fall in love 
with Yoko Ono. That'd be hilarious. Oh my god, that would be so good. If now, if that's not part of the movie, <laughs> I'm gonna be mad. Dude, Yoko's definitely gonna be in the movie. Oh yeah, by far. I, I imagine she's pretty cheap. She breaks himself up with himself. <laughs> <laughs> Yoko Ono's the one who assassinates him. Oh god. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Yikes. It's gonna take a dark turn. That would be crazy. Anyway, the Beatles, um, pop punk, like just Blink One Eighty Two, Simple Plan. I woke up, it was, was seven. seven. That song is, oh man. I had like a DVD that was <laughs> like a tour concert tour recap of Simple Plan. That was the jam. Wait, sorry, say that one more time. I like was a concert something. recap of like, like oh, their tour, really, and it was like a DVD special. Yeah. And it was like kind of a documentary style, sure. following Simple Plan. Wow. I, th- I got the I got it for Christmas, and I didn't even know who they were. And then I watched it, and I was like, "Dang, these guys are so cool!" That changed your life, yeah. Right I was like, there, these guys are so tight. Like, look at their look how they dress. Like they had like big gas cargo pants on, <laughs> and, like, you know, big cargo shorts and like spiky ass hair. Are they still playing stuff live? Yeah, they're still together. They had like they're Canadian. They're they've got to be like forty five years old now. Going. I'm just a kid. I bet it's fun. Life is a nightmare. I'd be doing the same thing if I had a, you know, if I was in a pop punk, a French Canadian pop punk. You just gotta (laughs) lean into it a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Have some fun. It's like um, I was talking about this with somebody. Um, there's like a specific like, I guess the kind of like Mambo Number Five. Like if you're if you you know what I mean if you had a fucking one hit why not just own it for the rest of time like and breaking that dough. I think it's really easy to say like now. Right, but then you get up there and you're like my creep. But I mean, like, I, okay, wait, this this is relevant. I'm a big I'm a big proponent of Carly Rae Jepsen, right? Right. And I can all, she makes very good music now, right? Very mm-hmm. fun, very energetic music. But she has to walk into any room and be known as the call me maybe girl now, and that's got to take a toll when you're like doing these other things and putting like big effort into these projects. And then people just like, hey, call me, baby. Call me baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's so I, I, I agree with you and it sounds good, but it's just got to oh, it's got to be hard. But I think like if you're an artist who like 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 Lou Vega, do you think Lou, I mean, I, I shouldn't speak for Lou Vega, but I mean, like, what do you think his like passion is right now? I mean, he's doing ads where he's like, hey. I made Mambo number five. <laughs> right. And I, again, I think that's good, but like he's, there's gotta be a point in where he's just like, I'm sick of it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Just, but you get that dope. Can somebody, can somebody listen to anything else I made ever? You're making that bag. You I'm gotta, playing, mm. uh, shout out to Jack Perea. Get that bag. Get that bag. Secure the bag. Man. Bag. I, I No, I agree. And like, I like when people lean into it right. and they like go along with the jokes and they like have fun, but man. It would be hard to. It would be That's hard. That's true. You're right. You make a good point. So yeah, pop punk. Mm-hmm. Um, what age are you saying now? Like this where is are like. You? I mean, this seems like all around. I like. I kind of like put it together in my brain. It's like one, like adolescent, like adolescence, like young, like kid, being a child, <laughs> like before. Mm. Middle this is like. School. Mid- this is way before middle school. Okay. Yeah. So this is like stuff. This is elementary school era stuff. Sure. Yeah. Right. Beatles, pop punk. Just like it's like stuff my dad liked, stuff yeah, my yeah. mom liked, dad rock radio, right? You know, that kind of stuff. Then, all right, we're gonna jump into middle school here. This is where I think things take a turn for most people, right? Yeah. Middle school mm-hmm. is like totally formative years because element, like that's kind of like early, early. Yeah, yeah. Middle school, 
Lucas. Yeah, what, middle school. So like, what were you listening in to? In like fifth grade, I remember vividly. Um, we I robust sixty two on the way home, <laughs> and my Shout friend, out. my uh, they would always have a uh, oh what was it Hot one hundred three on or nice. Me, <laughs> it's so ninety four five is like the pop station now, but I think it was Hot one hundred three back in the day. In state right? college for state college. In radio. state college, Pennsylvania, yeah. And Kristen, our bus driver, always had that pop in. Right, I remember seeing the back was, of the bus. His name was Christian. Her, her name was Kristen. Kristen, yeah, okay. yeah. and um, queen. <laughs> she was the best. She best bus driver. Ever shout out Christian. Hey, shout Kristen. out Kristen. Now you got me saying Christian. Uh, <laughs> shout, shout out Christian. Christian. Yeah, shout out Christian Hill. Um, but sh- I just really remember every day for like six months straight on our ride home on the bus, my humps by uh, I don't know if it was Fergie or Black Eyed Peas. I think it's Fergie. It's Fergie alone. I think it's Featuring Fergie. Will I Am. Yeah. Okay, so essentially the Black yeah, Eyed the, Peas. The Black Eyed Peas that everybody you know. Um, but Mine's that was playing. Taboo. And like <laughs> there, it was like leading into a, a a big phase where I was a big Fergie fan. Really? But, oh yeah. Uh, like just like the casual Ferg. Oh yeah. Casual yeah. Baseline fan. like Fergalicious. Yeah, every time I come on, yeah, yeah. Um, other Fergie tracks. <laughs> right. Um, but big girls don't cry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that one definitely. Um, so definitely like that type of music, like the pop that was like. Not hip hop, but like had hip hoppy elements right. to it. Yep, yep, yep. And then the other stuff that was on the radio, like uh, I remember in sixth grade, I think what felt like the biggest hit of all time at the time. I remember uh, "Low." Low, low, yeah. low, low. <laughs> yeah. That was a kick-ass and, song. And that same year, um, "Cranked That" by Soldier Boy oh, came out. Hell yeah, that was a big yep. one. Um, and like just a bunch of those like songs that. Like that was right when Flow Rider was getting big too. Yep. So like those types of songs, and then towards the end of middle school, um, TikTok by Kesha, killer song. That, that actually might have been early middle school. Yeah, too. I, was I don't say, even I was know. Say, Whoa, you're towards the end of middle school. No, you're no, old bro. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok was like a huge, huge song, and I look, I still love that track. Oh, absolutely, can't not. Um. T- Shout out. So, like, that was, like, a phase where it was, like, solely pop music and pop music that was on the radio. Gotcha. This is middle school. That was, yeah. Essentially, like, straight front to back through middle school. Big pop, man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Rooted in pop, for sure. Rooted in pop. Yeah, you could could say that. Rooted in pop. Add it to the list. We adding it, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah. uh, And, like, I, I just feel like that was what I was listening to at the time. And, uh. It yeah. shows, though. I mean, you look at you. Carly Rae Jepsen. It's true. Charlie Carly XCX. Ray. Yeah, you're not wrong. Chris, now, for those who don't know Chris, Chris was homeschooled. <laughs> Not to put you on blast, we still, we still have music there, right? I'm saying, but, but I mean, I think we probably mentioned that he's homeschooled as well. Yeah, we mentioned that before. Yeah. I'm sure we have, but there's I, no way we have it because Chris never had a middle school. Like he never had to suffer the awfulness of middle school i thrived in middle school i don't know what you're talking lucas about pe- <laughs> lucas peaked bro <laughs> chris um so it's from those ages i guess it's like 10 to 14 okay what were you bumping 10 to 14 um i'm gonna take a two st- couple of years back okay go ahead still tipping tr- changed my life right i was uh deep deep into southern hip-hop nice <clears throat> okay like almost like if 
if I was a parent and I knew my kid was listening to that much Southern hip hop, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, a little concerned. Yeah, exactly. Cause like, uh, wait, like Southern hip hop, like what? Like outcast? No, you're talking like, like deep. You're, you're talking like um, like uh, like Slim Thug, like yeah, Ludacris, yeah. <laughs> okay, like Paul Wall. Okay, okay, okay. Like Bone, the type of stuff Bone that that's, mid, that's Midwest. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, fucking Triple Six Mafia. Were they South? Oh, three were six they Mafia. Yeah, yeah, they were. I didn't. I wasn't a huge fan of Three Six Mafia. Really? Okay, interesting. Back in there. Okay, but uh, but anyway, yeah. So that so if, like if you can imagine eight year old me, I uh I wanted cornrows. <laughs> I used to wear headbands. Did you ever have cornrows? No. 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 Okay. okay. It's just like such a long process. Yeah. And I you can have imagine. to like, it's probably painful. And you have to go to like a salon to do it. Right. So I can imagine little Chris walking around with a headband on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I want to. I Alan Iverson was probably my uh, top inspo. Yeah, Woo! my fashion inspo. Nice. AI, man. I remember <laughs> NBA Live 05 or something. You could get like a. A mock code and yeah. for like a trailer for the answers, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Iteration yeah. it was. Nice. Yeah. I remember baking my mom for him. <laughs> <laughs> and I, she wouldn't get him for me, but then I remember going to Ross. And buying it yourself. No, no. I went to Ross and they were like these, they're Reeboks. Sure. Some sort of Reeboks and they had Alan Iverson on the bottom. Oh, yeah. And I remember just flexing that so hard. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my <laughs> man. AI. That's anyway, at, uh, at 10 years old, um, yeah, it shifted more East Coast, my music taste, as far as hip-hop went. You said at 10 years old? Yeah, 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they started getting into, like, real deep shit, man. Yeah, well, That's when my taste became refined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, like, 2005. Dang, you were really young listening to, like, Slim Thug. That's exactly. Funny. I was way too young, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. Like, uh, wait, did your brother? So Chris has an older brother. Did your brother have influence on that? Was no, that what he was no. My brother, my brother loved like Smash Mouth. And, oh, like, okay, sure. <laughs> and okay. Like he was like, yeah, interesting. Like, so where, stuff. So I get that the wait, what was the track called? Still tipping mm -hmm. was like influential on your life, right? Oh yeah. But like, there had to be something that got you deeper into hip hop. Was it really that song that you're like, I gotta keep checking this out? Yeah, yeah. I just like Southern hip hop. Okay, all right. Too ingrained um, in your bones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, um, yeah, uh, Jay-Z did a collaboration with a South Southern rapper or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I forgot what the name exactly was called, but it has like a boat in the music video. Nice. Nice. I'm sure a lot of Jay-Z videos have boats. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure if you look like, at my boat. <laughs> 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 New York. I married Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah. So then that put me on to Jay Z, and I like Jay Z for like a couple months, and then I found uh, Kanye West. Oh, and that was like who's that? Oh, Kanye. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kanye. yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Okay, the guy ahead. did uh, Jesus. No, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> like Jesus. Like Jesus. Yeah. Nice. nice That's nice. almost offensive. I'm offended. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So you found Kanye. Are we talking what what era of Kanye this was? This was like 2004. Gra Whoa! Not oh, that's like college dropout. That was a little bit before college dropout. I, I think, think college dropout dropped in 2004. Because I remember college dropout. Late registration was 2005. Mm, yeah. So you might have heard some singles though. I probably, I probably heard some singles. Dang. Because like, he did. Cool. You found him, I assume, through Jay Z production. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Wow, you're OG. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, also, um, like Illinois' hip hop at the time kind of had like a southern feel to it. Yeah, that I liked. Right. Um, which Kanye never really fit into. Right. That's at true. At the time. But yeah, so that so that led me to to that. Then during this, I wasn't listening to the radio at all. That's crazy. Yeah. Much. No. Okay. This is oh, this is uh, something that burns at me every single day. Chris doesn't know party rock anthem. Whoa. He literally, no. I was like, what? One time I'm like, play party rock anthem. He goes, what's that? <laughs> he doesn't know. Okay. I, uh, look, I'm not. You're kidding me. I'm not making a case for LMFAO. I like LMFAO, but I'm not making them cases them being like that influential, influential or big. But like, They were huge. That song is unavoidable. Literally massive. <laughs> Like even watching TV, like that dancing hamsters, and it was that song. Like he just didn't. Party have to, rock I'd have anthem. to see the commercial. Party <laughs> rock. Do you know it since? Have we played enough since? Like everybody. Party rock anthem. Have we played that song enough since? Um, I think so. Damn. Well, I know the chorus. It goes like that. Party rock is in the That's house crazy because that it, it song was ma- it was unavoidable. Wait, can you show me the hamster commercial? Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. Find Kia, it's I'll like find a Kia it. Soul <laughs> commercial or something. Well, I probably saw it. You probably, probably saw yeah, you definitely seen that. But it, that only has like a little segment of it. That just like the. I was doing. I was doing a deep dive. Yeah, you really were into rap music. A little ten-year-old Chris, like record Yeah, exactly. Well, no, the funny thing is, is that, um, oh, here's the video. Yeah, it's not really playing sound right now, so you're just going to have to All right, we'll just put it. In the <laughs> this but, is, like, this it's, like, these three hamsters. There's, there's like, it's, it's, it's essentially looks like it's a Call of Duty ad until, like, three hamsters pull up in a Kia Soul. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get out and they start dancing and, like, we I don't know, shuffling to we the should resurrect that ad party campaign. rock anthem. Yeah, do it again. Dude, you know what's going to happen? You know what's bound to happen? The LMFAO reunion tour. Oh, it man. has to happen. If Red Foo and his nephew go on tour, I'm going to see him. That would no be crazy. Doubt about it. If I could see Yes live, <laughs> holy cow. Dude, they definitely will. Like, can you imagine being in GA as taking a shot to shots? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. They have so many hits, they could totally do a reunion oh, tour. Oh, man, I'd, I'd go see it. That'd be tight. All right, y'all. Um, Wait, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no. well, we're back on track. Chris, ten years old, mm. deep dive. But uh, yeah, also to explain why I wouldn't know what party rock anthem is, is because I would ride with my dad. My dad would only exclusively listen to um to sports radio. Okay. He kind of he hates pretty much anything that isn't from like 1970s, pretty much. Okay. And then I happened to my ma- mom's my mams my mom's my mams, mams man. Happened <laughs> 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 to my, my sorry my mom didn't have a man, but happened <laughs> to <laughs> 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 my mom's car. And she would just play, like, this is what I call music. Yeah, okay, much. fair enough. Yeah. Right, so, and then also. I just feel yeah. like, okay, I, I'm just going to go out there on a limb and say that and then Party I, Rock Anthem is on a one of those, like, now nah, that's what I call music CDs. She just must have missed that one. Yeah, she must have. She, that's she, she missed 23. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That had to be late, though, right? 2011. Yeah, 2011. Yeah. I think at that point, uh, I don't think anyone, I, I think, like, I had, because I had this, that's what I call music mm-hmm. CDs when I was really young, too. Oh, okay. I only listen to like the pop punk tracks on there and like Nelly Furtado, but <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but like, okay. I feel like at that point, like people weren't even really buying them anymore. Yeah, I don't think actually don't they think we bought were. them around that time because yeah, those were like fair. big comp. Mm-hmm. I mean, those were really responsible for a lot of hits. Not hits, but like you know, it was like a recap of the hits essentially. It, it was, was like, yeah. 
is like a greatest like, hits of like a four or five month period. I yeah, feel pretty like. much. Yeah, those like what biannually or something. Yeah, like right now. Lil Nas X would be on there. Oh, no doubt about <laughs> it. It'd yeah. be like Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X. <laughs> Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X that remix. song. <laughs> New Beaver and Ed Sheeran? Question mark? Oh, we got to check the charts. We on do. That one. I don't we'll think back they're, to that. they're updated yet. The 25th is when they update. Oh, so we got some time. It's the 18th when it, as of recording Should, this. Shouldn't that mean that they also updated today? They don't. I don't know. Isn't every seven days? No, it's like every three weeks. Oh. Four weeks. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Scratch that then. Anyway, but yeah, no. So so that makes sense why you didn't hear that song. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make it forgivable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's and then also, crazy. also in this part at this time, I was listening to like in 2011. I was listening to like alternative rock, like like Eagles. Is that alternative rock? That's like classic That's rock. Like classic classic rock. rock. Yeah, sure, classic rock. Then you weren't listening to like Killers. Uh, yeah, cl- alter- when I think zone. of alternative, the term alternative rock. Yeah, the first thing that pops in my head is fucking Linkin Park. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did listen to Linkin Park for a bit. Oh, we all listened to Linkin well, Park. Well, because Jay Z did a collab album with right. Linkin Park. Oh my god, I forgot about <laughs> and that. And for the longest That's time, right. I thought I thought like it was just like Linkin Park was like Jay Z's stage band. <laughs> 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 and I was like, wow, he's really just letting them like go all out on this album, really just do the beats. Not respect to Jay Z for putting them on, man. <laughs> it's like you're going to see Hootie and the Blowfish, but it's like, oh yeah, there's who, like it's like. Jay-Z and Linkin Park. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the Jay-Z and Linkin Park uh, concert. They're like, dude, Jay-Z and Linkin Park haven't toured together in like <laughs> 15 years. What do you mean? That's the reunion tour I want. Oh, well, Chester Bennington, rest, oh, God oh, rest his yeah. soul, probably won't be attending well, that tour. Jay-Z and he'll R. Be Kelly can do their album then. Jay-Z and who? R. Kelly. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oh, Big is oof. R. Kelly dead? <laughs> He's dead yes, to us. He is dead I also to don't check the news. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't listened to the radio. I'm doing a deep dive in like 2005 <laughs> news yeah. right now. So Chris is like, "Whoa, did you see Britney Spears shave her head?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So that's middle school, Chris. Deep dive, yeah, hip hop. I, I think pre- yeah, I going balls deep better. in hip hop. A little, a little bit of rock, right? And a little bit of soul. Nice. Time. Okay. Middle school for me. I remember in sixth grade, the movie Tron Legacy had just come out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember hearing the soundtrack for that movie. And it had um, D-Rezzed by Daft Punk on it, which was a kick-ass mm. song. And I never heard Daft I didn't even know who Daft Punk were. Mm. Right? I heard that. And I like I was like, boom. Like, I was like, this is fucking crazy. Also, like, oh, this is crazy. And I was like, Daft Punk is the shit. Yeah. So I got super into Daft Punk. Loved, like, I got really into, like, electronic music. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, seventh grade, big dubstep phase, as a lot of people did <laughs> at that point. Got really into Skrillex. Sure. Um, that was right when Skrillex came out. I remember the first time I ever heard Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites. Oh, I never yeah. heard anything like it before. Because it was, like, I was, like, this is just, like, because it was, like, totally, like. Is that that song? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, I heard that because I never heard, like, the only electronic I'd heard was, like, up until that point, like, Daft Punk. Yeah, Which, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd still like Daft Punk a shit ton. So, I was like, this is just, like, boombastic and insane. Yeah, I, that sounds crazy. I was like, this sounds totally corny, but I was like, this kind of changed my, like, view on what music could be. And then I, like, got super into, like, not even, like, dubstep. I got into, this, like, this, like, Skrillex. Like, those, right. like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, those, like, yeah. f- 10 or 15 songs that he put out in that time period that were... 
you know, huge. kitten. Yeah, they're, they're huge, really huge big, too. unavoidable. Because that was that was seventh grade, and then um, I got like less. I got like I don't know. I was I jumped around a lot in middle school. I didn't have a really consistent like 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 I'm Chris, where I'm like listening to just like exclusively hip hop, mm-hmm. right? I was listening to a lot of stuff. Um, still like classic rock stuff, obviously. Right. Like, you know, Pink Floyd. Sure. That kind of thing. That you know. And then eighth grade, I remember listening to like, I got the Ed Sheeran. Sure. I got into kind of a, the new wave of like, singer songwriter pop, surface level indie in a way. I would not that Ed Sheeran was indie at that point, but like, the XX. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you listen to Jason Mraz? Probably when I was in like sixth grade, maybe mm-hmm. fifth grade. I listened that. I like that one song a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. That, I, I've heard that today actually. Mm-hmm. It's a good song. It's a that killer was my, song. That was my, my brother used to play Jason Mraz a lot. Did he? Well, Jason yeah. Mraz and Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, um, yeah, no, eighth grade was like entry level indie. Yeah, yeah. Passion Pit. Yeah. Definitely like the XX Passion Pit. Um, of Monsters and Men were popping at that <laughs> point. <laughs> They're good, actually. I actually <laughs> still like that for their first album. Their second album, I really liked their first album when it came out. Yeah. And then their second album came out, and it just was not the same. Mumford and Sons. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, that was my jam. I'm about to dive in there. I will wait. Uh, that was a kick-ass song, that, dude. That, I remember that one album. Was? It still is. still is, <laughs> man. Fuck it. They slap. They slap, They slap, dog. dude. I'm not going to lie. Um, what else was in eighth grade? Let me, um, that's kind of, yeah, that was kind of the phase that I was in there. It was like. Fair enough. Entry level indie. Yeah. I was a little indie kid. Not little an indie, indie kid. Cute. I was like. Are you still on. listening to like Blink at the time? No. No? No, that's like way past. You I'd were like, like over it? Yeah, that was like, yeah. I just no. like, Blink is like this ubiquitous like band here and I feel like it wasn't as big in yeah. my, like, it, uh, maybe it's. I, I don't know where like, they're from, but like they just weren't as big there. But now, like, everybody out here is huge into Blink. It's definitely not as much of an East Coast thing, pop punk. Yeah, it like just never. I just think it like didn't do weight. Like, what was like popping like the early two thousands in like the East Coast? I don't know. Not pop punk. Pop whatever I was West listening Coast. to on the radio, dog. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Luke, Luke's the <laughs> tastemaker of the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I I just uh I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't know that. Right. I feel you. Yeah, no, I definitely still, like, was jumping in on, like, every once in a while, like, if I was feeling really down, yeah. you know, re- feeling real emotional, I'd, but, you know, turn on, uh, I miss you, I miss you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that song, Chris? No, I don't think so. I miss you by Blink-182. No. Don't waste your time on me. Do, do you know I got a feeling? you <laughs> 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 heard the, um, Black Eyed Peas? Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, good. <laughs> I'm not going to joke around with you, Vincent. <laughs> it's not a joke, bro. Fergie ain't no joke. Um, so that was that, yeah. Lucas, now we're going to... This yeah, is high school. Now. Yeah, high school, I would say... Welcome to high school, fucking freshman. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, throughout high school, early high school, I was listening to a lot of um, The Killers. Hell yeah. And a lot of, like, Matchbox 20. Yep. And then uh, also, beginning high school, I got into, like, um, Eminem. 
Right. So I and it wasn't like the old Eminem that I like nowadays. It was like a recovery era Eminem. <laughs> I, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> so it was like uh, it was whatever was I'm in the. I'm not afraid. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was like uh, when Cinderella Man was in the back of the 360 no scope <laughs> like, <laughs> montages. Like I got I You're got into beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> logic. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Never been just in making, the logic. Just making sure. I I feel like. That era of my life, Logic was ten. No, he was he had he was in the, he was trick shot rap. That's how he blew up. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. He was friends with like all the dudes from Phase, and he, they would put his songs in their oh, like interesting. They're like yeah, trick shot compilation. Never got into Logic. I was more into like I, I feel like it was just Eminem that originally got me into hip hop. That okay. was like that was like not pop hip hop, even though like Eminem was pop hip hop. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like it was like radio rap. It wasn't yeah. radio rap, but like I just remember Not Afraid, Cinderella Man, like uh, all, that whole recovery album was big. So like early was like Killers, Matchbox Twenty, Eminem, Matchbox Twenty, <laughs> just funny. Like, yeah, I'm, the funny combo, right? It there. is. Oh, it's a weird combo, <laughs> but like those are the ones that like stick out to me. Right. What um, year were you a freshman? Huh? What What year was it? Like twenty twelve? No, earlier twenty ten. You were a freshman in twenty ten. I think that's right. Dang, right? I was. In yeah, because I graduated in twenty one four. Whoa. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, we got a little bit of an age difference here, King. Big time. <laughs> um, but. Then I, uh, like, later in, um, like, high school, yep. I got big into Mumford & Sons, who Vincent just mentioned. Right. <laughs> of him, like, in, like, seventh grade. <laughs> 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 um, but I, like... We were probably big Mumford & Sons fans at the same time. Oh, yeah, definitely were. Yeah. Because I got into them, um, my friend Nick, shout out Nick. Big shout out Nick Miller. Um... He got me into Mumford and Sons. Nice. He actually he had a big influence on my music taste as nice. well. Shout oh, yeah. out Nick. Shout out to Nick. Um, but uh, he like introduced me to this song, or actually, so I like simultaneously had a couple people recommend Mumford and Sons songs. Both my right. sister and Nick. My sister introduced me to the Cave, and then Nick introduced me to Little Lion Man. Oh, I forgot about Little Lion Man. That's the that's the one, man. That might be their best. No, nah, let's not. Let's not get presumptuous. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I got really into, like, their first album, and then there was, like, a year and a half where I, like, listened to that like crazy. Hell, yeah. Also was big into um, 21 and 19 by Adele. Those two albums Word. are still... You've always been a pop man. You Ooh, really always have I'm been a pop man. Through and through, man. Nothing, a, nothing against nothing pop. Again. No, not I at all. That's pop. what I'm saying. But, like, those two albums I listened to a crazy amount. And then, yeah. like got a little bit more into like hip hop at the time but yeah. nothing like nothing too deep i started listening to like older eminem stuff and then started getting deeper and deeper into kanye at the time nice so i was a little late to the kanye train <laughs> i wasn't listening pre college dropout right, right <laughs> mr chris um but yeah so uh, weird okay that was uh that i feel like that was my high school experience and then really like just rounded it out like listening to that nice type of stuff that was in that same vein i remember like of monsters and men yeah and similar bands to those yep so yeah chris yeah i got into (laughs) west coast rap now (laughs) he's like i moved into canada canada rap (laughs) um yeah so i'd say probably in like 2007 ish 
Uh, actually, Kanye West used to have a blog. I remember that. That he used to run, yeah. And he used to give um, used to ref- uh, recommendations and like inspo and stuff like that. That's cool. And so like one of those was uh, Mumford's and, Mumford and Sons. Really? Well. <laughs> Kanye, Kanye recommended them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can imagine oh, Kanye, that's crazy. Well, like, Kanye hearing it, but like, yeah. <laughs> Well, it was this just what's up. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were kind of revel. I uh, like to defend Mumford and Sons. They like kind of made a genre that a lot of people globbed onto. Bro, indie folk. Dead, like honest way, to God, yeah, totally pro, but not nothing, nothing against it. But <laughs> <laughs> I think I may have said that before. No, yeah, we talked. We yeah. we referenced that. At one point. <laughs> but folk. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So that was pre-Twitter. So like any single time he had like a thought in his head yeah, or like he something, would post it on there. He would be like, yeah, like this is what I'm listening to. You. So I got me into like a lot of this like way before stuff. he went off the wa- off the rails. Sorry, he was he kind of got off the rails. Did he on, on there? there sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, like you you definitely do like some ranting blog posts <laughs> <laughs> if Fuck. I remember Nike. Way <laughs> <laughs> before that beef, but yeah. But um, at that time, so in high school, my friends could drive now. Nice. And so I was kind of getting re reintroduced to the world of uh, radio. Okay. I came out my cave. I've I've done the world tour for hip hop, <laughs> or at least an American tour. Yep, you know, I uh, my head pops above water, and kissed me through the phone. <laughs> it <laughs> hooks oh. me, hooks me so hard. <laughs> oh, that's kind of insane. That's the one that like got you into more mainstream stuff. Was kiss me through the phone? Yeah, you listen to like grimy underground New York <laughs> rap, and then you just like. Kiss me through the phone. <laughs> Kiss me through the phone. I'll see you later on. Later on. Six seven eight triple nine eight two. Wait, hang on. Side note: Do you guys remember that? Like, this was probably in fifth grade for me. But when that, when everyone realized that that was a call number, yeah, and it was like the Soldier Boy hotline. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That was tight. Anyway, I didn't realize like I didn't realize that like not an ad lib, but that little part. I didn't realize it was a phone number for a long time. Yeah. And then I'm like, mm. whoa. Oh, wait, hang on. I got another realization. I wanted to make sure everybody has heard this because everyone I has talked, everyone I've talked about this has had their mind blown. About yeah, this. yeah. In the song, I got a feeling. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. We talked about this by Bl- the Black Eyed Peas. There's an instance where they go. Fill up my cup, and then the ad lib goes drank, and then it goes mazel top, <laughs> and then it, they, they say what everyone just dismisses is like a, a sound or something. Like they say, fill up my cup, drank, mazel top, lahaim. Yeah, so they uh, say lahaim. It's in like the final go yeah, of like the, the verse. Chorus, so yeah. like if, if if you listen to the chorus, or like, the like for the first like is, three times, they don't say it. Yeah, and then in the last one, and, <laughs> and like I've always like done that in my like when I like if like the songs like I always, I always go mine, but I'm like yeah. and, I, and like I'm like yeah. I never realized 100%. they're saying lahayim. I'm like whoa, that fucked me up. Yeah, no, you you told me about that. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so. Chris is in pop now. Chris has gone pop mode. Finally crossed the bridge. <laughs> um, Adele, Adele, I really loved Adele. Yeah, at nice. the time Woo! too. I remember, um, I remember because like I, at this point, I think my brother had moved out. Nice for college. So, so no I had Smash to. Mouth. <laughs> yeah, still listening to Smash Mouth. <laughs> but uh, I used to have to snuffle the uh, shovel the driveway when it snowed yeah and like i would get bored so i'd, I'd put on um like rolling in the deep nice and then i'd like play like a whole telenovela <laughs> situation <laughs> in my head <laughs> 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 all right 
<laughs> so that's what I'm on. Nice. That's why, yeah. That's why uh, I stay away from pop music. That's what gets to me. You get too, you get too emotional. Yeah. Dang, right. that's kind of crazy that you went like that Chris direction. Chris went pop. Yeah, I I went pop for like a year, almost <laughs> a year or two. Yeah. I liked like uh, this is 2012 probably. So I liked uh, Gautier. Okay. Well. Yeah. That song, oh, that, that song was oh, good. That man. song's that song's mm. crazy because like. You know, you know he's a one-hit wonder when we say his artist name. We also that song was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but that song was like weird enough that I wouldn't have thought boom, it would be on the radio. Boom, boom. But it yeah, was. it was such a such a weird hit. But like, it's one of those ones. Like, in retrospect, you're like, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Have him or Kimbra had a hit since then? No, but Kimbra's got a cult following, kind of. Oh, really? Like actually, Gautier, okay. not so much. But no, I tried to listen to some of his other stuff. Because Kimbra's like established as like an indie musician. I think that's why he got her as a feature on there. Okay. Right. So she kind of like could get that indie audience, and then boom, neither. Than probably expected, no major international success. Wow, like that, crazy. That song, he, okay, that song so counts in my eyes. Could you imagine seeing Gautier on the street and like? I wouldn't even recognize him. No, but I'm just saying, like he, he's <laughs> one of the he's one of those people like Lou Bega we were talking about earlier, yeah. where like that's all he's gonna be remembered yeah, for. Yeah, but he seems like he's way more about it for like. Like he's not like Luke Baker where he's like, I'm gonna do an insurance commercial. <laughs> <laughs> like he's much more like he seems a little more self serious. Yeah, that's that would be the problem, right? Right. Is but if you're not self but if you're not self serious, go full Lou Bega. <laughs> I'm doing commercials. I'm doing any I'm doing I'm I'm going shack mode. I'm doing any, <laughs> any fucking you know, brand deal they throw at me. In saying, oh, the, I'm in, the, in the general commercials. Yeah. <laughs> like, you might wearing that like same paint from That's the music. Like, hey guys, uh, you might remember me as Gautier. <laughs> you, uh, I had that one song in like what was that, 2012? <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Liberty Insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Gautier. Come to Everest College. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I went I, back and got my degree. <laughs> hey, I see you sitting there at home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you in front of the TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's Gautier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shit. Yeah, I kind of miss I kind of miss that era where like every single year you'd get like a weird song that would pop up like Pumped Up Kicks, oh, like yeah. Fireflies. The, when, like before like indie oh, had kind of fully like fully emerged into like honestly A Punk by Vampire Weekend was one of those songs too. That didn't ever hit top 100, I don't think. Oh, it didn't. Never mind. I read that they've Whoops. had two number one albums and zero top 100 hits. Dang, that's weird. I think A Punk peaked at 104 or Whoa, something like that. Crazy. It's very strange. Interesting. So in my middle school or middle high school experience, let's see. I like took a hard like I, I continued down the path that I was death. set on. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely death grips. <laughs> so freshman year, I like um went like full indie. F- kind of went back to the roots of like the real like dark kind of deeper indie stuff that wasn't like yeah. the XX and stuff. Right. Like Neutral Milk Hotel. I'm sure. Um, and I also what's the lead singer Neutral Milk Hotel Jeff Mangum Jeff Man- okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so uh, Neutral Milk Hotel hardcore like big like that's freshman year Kanye right hardcore mm. like I remember freshman year like I'd heard late registration blew my mind sure I, like up until that point I was like not at, like I liked some hip hop like I liked a lot of hip hop but I feel like I kind of like was on the not like I was on the Kanye like on the on the Kanye hater lover spectrum that we all are on. It's, it's Everybody's on the Everybody's spectrum. spectrum. <laughs> um, I was closer to a Kanye hater. I was a little indifferent, but like right. I was like, man, that guy seems like an asshole. Right. And then I heard you probably late, weren't wrong. And uh, oh yeah, I wasn't. And I heard late registration and I was like, 
whoa, he's a genius. <laughs> he's an asshole, but he's, yeah, you know, I was like, you. this is so crazy. So, like, freshman year, I'd say, like, sum it up. Uh, Neustrom Milk Hotel, Death Grips. Right, sure. Because that, that's a weird one that I got Vincent's into. Vincent's playlist goes from a Neutral Milk oh, Hotel song to, like, <laughs> a crazy Death Grips track. Absol- absolutely. So, Neutral Milk Hotel, Death Grips, Kanye, um, like... That's like freshman year. Right. Um, sophomore year, straight Radiohead. Right. Still diehard Radiohead fan. I feel like I like Death Grips and them kind of a lot less than I like them now. I mean, I still appreciate them, but I'm not like actively like searching out searching their music. Their music. Yeah, but Radiohead for sure, like uh, always. Like they're always, I can go back to Radiohead and be like, always find something new or like a new angle to listen to it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So like, Sophomore year, uh, yeah, Radiohead, like they've like changed their sound enough. Oh, they changed it every like, album, so it's yeah, like, that yeah. like y- they could stay fresh. And there's a lot of, I mean, their songs are so dense as well that it's like you could listen to it over and over again and like still be able to be like, right? Oh, okay, yeah, all right, all right, oh, all right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That lead singer, yeah, still a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> shut the fuck up, bro. You know, you don't know my boy Tom York. Tom York <laughs> has to be the lamest person in music. No, oh, what? My, oh god. my god, you are so wrong. <laughs> Listen that to guy, the Suspiria I'm album, dude. Yeah, right? even the Suspiria album is fucking fire. Yeah, it Look, is. I'm, I'm, about I'm to not. Kick I'm not. Ass. I'm not. I'm not holding anything against him. Maybe he's a good artist, but I'm just saying, lame like person. Everything he ever says. I'll do an impression. Hang on. I do love. Pre- I'm a preface this. I'm a big Radiohead fan. <laughs> Okay, that was it. <laughs> mine, I'm not going to try and do an impression, but mine would be more him saying something arrogant and insulting about music that somebody else made. What are you talking like, no, about? He's just like a jerk. Hang Everything on. he this says is, this is, is like negative. No. What are you talking about? He's just a negative person. Examples. I don't have examples off the top of my head. Then, I just, then why do you think he's negative? Because he is. I think you would really actually really like Radiohead. I'm not saying I wouldn't like Radiohead, and I don't hold anything against the music. I just don't like Tom York. I think you would like Tom York. I, don't I think, think so. you, I think you've probably seen that video clip of him, like Jim Morrison. I was fat, ugly. <laughs> I don't think I, I'm not sure. That? I don't think you I've seen, seen that, that one in particular. There's a video of him from like 1994, like kind of before Radiohead had like critical success. I thought they did in the no, 90s. Not, well, in the 90s, but not in like 94. Okay, okay. 94, they were like, oh yeah, that was the band that did that one song, that Creep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. creep, creep, creep yeah, creep. Yeah. <laughs> which was like you know kind of run of the mill at that point, even right. So like, there's this video of Tom York, and I think they're performing at like some like MTV beach party event or something. Okay, way back in the day, like 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 Mexico like spring break vibes. Right, right. And Radiohead's performing, and like back in those days, it was like kind of a race for alternative rock bands to be like. This is like post the death of Kurt, Kurt Cobain. Right, right. It's like who's gonna be edgy. We got to get a new one. Kurt Cobain. Who's next uh, yeah. up. So like Tom York, I don't know. There's, th- I think there's like a background like that. He was just like pissed off this day or something. Yeah. Or something, and he just like lost just his mind this day. and like changed the lyrics to one of their songs. And he's like, I, because the written songs like I want to be like Jim Morrison, something something, blah blah blah, right? And in this instance, he goes. I want to be like Jim Morrison. And he's singing just like that <laughs> in this video. And he goes, fat. <laughs> was ugly. Oh, Jim Morrison was fat, right? Dead. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like, it's just the funny, if you can look up like Radiohead 
fat, ugly, dead. It's the funniest fucking video ever because he's like, he's probably like twenty in this video. Oh, wait, he too. said dead too. Yeah. Oh, that's that's ignorant. There it is, right there. Fat. You just asked ugly. me for examples. I couldn't think of one, and then you gave one. He was like, he was like twenty years old and like fresh in the music industry. I'm twenty years old, and, and I wouldn't do that to anybody. I, I I love Tom York. He's an angel. He's a grace. He graced <laughs> us all. That's my take. Mm. No, but yeah, no Radiohead, big Radiohead, and B- big Radiohead, head. big Radiohead, head, um, big Radiohead, if you, if you will. <laughs> um, and then like, um, I feel like there's a lot of music I was listening to at that point too. That like sophomore year, I was into like Swans, kind of run of the mill like Swans. Yeah, like left of center indie. Really, you like Swans? I did like yeah, I like Swans. I liked a few albums, like one album for in particular, The Seer. I really like still actually. Okay. It's a little hard for me. It's not something that I would like. That kind of long form experimental rock stuff is not something I would really like seek out today. But right, right. I was into it before. Like it was just kind of because it was so atmospheric and like crazy and like I was like this is like same yeah. kind of as like the same as like not to compare Swans to Skrillex. Okay. Yeah, actually, no, yeah, no, no. Saying. I'll compare squ- Swans to Skrillex. <laughs> it was more like like oh wow, I didn't know music could sound like this. Right. Like this is like. Same yeah. with the Death Grips. It was like kind of like it was so abrasive that I was like, "This is like crazy." Sure. Yeah, mm. I found Death Grips through a, a YouTube comment about on on a Jesus music video. This is just mm. a Death Grips ripoff. Yeah, literally, that might have been word for word what the comment was, and I was like, because I had heard Jesus, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Whoa!" I was like, "That's the same kind of deal." I was like, "This is the craziest shit I've ever heard." Mm-hmm. And then I like saw that comment, and someone was like, "This is a ripoff," and I was like. What? Like, how was this a ripoff? There's no way. Anthony Fantano made that comment, probably. Probably, (laughs) And then I went and I looked up Death Grips, and I watched... The first thing that came up was the guillotine music video. I'm not familiar with the track. It scared me, man. It (laughs) literally scared me. It literally, like, scared me, but I was like, this is awesome. I was like, Mm. this is so sick. That is the exact opposite reaction I had the first time I listened (laughs) to Death Grips. You listened to this and you were like, what were you, what was your reaction? I was like, this is not music. (laughs) that's that's listen listen i'm not insulting death grips as a band again i'm not insulting anybody's art because like you can make whatever you want and as long as you enjoy it and like if you want a fan base that enjoys it that's good with me too i just like death grips literally just sounds like noise to me for the most part not all of their tracks but you have to you have to agree like a lot of their tracks is like this crazy production Mm -hmm. and like you can't understand that many lyrics I think as like what's his name MC Ride yeah like mm-hmm. <laughs> into the microphone I love that it was just so radical to me like it was just like I, it was like I was like on Mars right it was like I, you'd like put me in like because I, I mean like I liked hip hop but I didn't think hip hop could sound like that sure right mm-hmm. so I was like and it was like it wasn't like metal because I feel like metal is such a played out like just like distorted how distorted can we make our guitar right like, right but it so it wasn't metal and it wasn't like hip-hop but it was so abrasive that, that's what like, it feels like to me though like the heavy metal of hip-hop no i feel like it's it's definitely like death grips have a much more like mysterious mystique and now it's kind of like their new shit like is is um almost like got a sense of humor to it like it's almost yeah. self-parodying like now which is kind of interesting like where they like throw in samples of themselves which is do they really yeah. they sample themselves did in their own to song? chris did you listen to you're the snitch no no it's like uh it's real, like it's like left field, but it's not like left field where they're taking themselves seriously. It's like kind right. of not humorous, I'd say, obviously, but like I don't know, tongue man. in cheek. 
I I tried. I really did. Right. I listened to a couple Death Grips like albums front to back. Yeah. And I just cannot get into them. Real shit. Well, we ran through high school. Mm-hmm. We got through high school for everybody. So let's mm-hmm. do like I, between we do then like, and now. Uh, we'll do a quick one. We'll do a quick then and now. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll just like uh, a sum cup. it up. Yeah. Eventually, like, still Mumford and Sons for a while, but nice. then I got more into uh, like King Cruel in particular. Nice, massive King Cruel fan, and then uh, like Kendrick Lamar became big, like a huge fan of Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, and then from there, like continuing with like the other type of stuff I was listening to, but more like uh, even deeper into like Kanye. Yep, and then I went to Bonnaroo a couple times, so there's a couple artists that I saw there that like kind of i was like wow i should listen to these people more yeah nowadays like earl sweatshirt yeah is big um so yeah chris yeah so if you if you know me you know i'm a big fan of uh parody music (laughs) or just (laughs) bad bad music quotation marks in general (laughs) sorry go ahead i just realized we (laughs) okay no go ahead finish what you're saying okay and uh what got me into that i used to i used to actually not really like weird al What's up? Oh, I love now, Weird Al. Now, now, oh, yeah, I, now, yeah, now I love him. But um, what really got me on is uh, when I first moved out to college, I listened to the Cal Chicheska album. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, front to back. And I was like, this, this is, is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is actually amazing. It's so much fun. Yeah. And so now I just have like a general, a genuine appreciation for like parody music. I parody music and plus bad music. Yeah, I'm like, using quotation marks. Like so bad it's good, kind of. Yeah, deal. like like I, I just they're just like so much fun. Like wow. I genuinely love uh, Eye of the Spider. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure. Just because it's like so much fun. For those that are un uh, unaware, Eye of the Spider is an Eye of the Tiger Minecraft, Minecraft parody. parody. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So real shit. Right, uh, but I do have a question. Mm-hmm. I feel you, took, like you have a weird course. <laughs> it's like I started with like deep hip hop, ended up kind of like a pop, and now I listen to parody music. <laughs> this is kind of weird in my head. Um, mm-hmm. We've gone through this whole episode, and in my head, your favorite artist is Lupe Fiasco. Mm-hmm. I, did, I feel like he wasn't mentioned once. Yeah, that's true. When, when mm-hmm. did you get into Lupe Fiasco? Uh, probably right around the Kanye era. The okay. Kanye era. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Makes sense. There was yeah, I don't. I don't want to spend too much time on Kanye or Lupe because I can. You could do an episode. I, if about I, that. No, I, can, I know, I can but basically I, just do like, yeah, that's the that's my main. He music deserves mentioning there. though, right? I think I mentioned him. Did you? I don't think you did. No, I don't did think I you did. No, I thought I. I well, actually, I meant to mention him right around the Kanye era. Right. Okay. Was right right. There. Yeah, me, um, high school on. I think I like. I well, I I tried to like. I was definitely very self serious, like indie pretentious. Sure. Like, right. Mm-hmm. Like Tom York type thing. A little, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom York, Tom York kind of deal. Um, I was definitely like like that, and I uh, since like high like like the kind of second two years of high school, I like toned down on that. Definitely right. listened to stuff I like. Was like, would you have to? like not listened to pop music because it was like I would have been like, Ugh. oh really? Yeah, okay, all right. some stuff I I didn't mind, but I would have been like like I like the pop I like pop music that was like more of like closer to like p- not parody but like funny yeah mm. you know what i mean then i would be like oh it's not very serious i hated pop that was like taking itself seriously but sure and i like now my perspective on that is like completely different right right, right can can enjoy pop music but before i was like ugh, yeah, ugh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah pop music <laughs> <laughs> no but now i'm not but um i mean there's a lot of bands from like high school that i like an artist that it stuck with me yeah, but, yeah. Uh, i mean now i listen to more i try to like 
wider range of like yeah you i feel like you have like the widest variety yeah i it would take me a very long time to really like i, I mean it would like same with lupe like chris and lupe fiasco mm-hmm. i'd have to have a whole episode yeah yeah because yeah. but like because now, I mean, I'd have to, like, list out a bunch of artists, right. really. I right. mean, I like a lot of, like, I think, like, big genres I, like, stay into, according to my Spotify statistics. Yeah. Like, uh, like folk music. Sure. Um, Like, acoustic. I listen to mostly acoustic music, according to Spotify. Interesting. Which is interesting. Like, I used to be really into electronic, and now I, like, it's hard to listen to for me. Yeah. I mean, I love, like, Aphex Twin and, like, that kind of stuff, but. Even that stuff sometimes. If Daft Punk drops something today, Oh, 100%. Like oh, it. absolutely, yeah. 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 yeah, 100%. But, yeah, no, if I had to pick, it's like I'd lean towards more like chilled out acoustic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Actually, I, I, have one, I have one other thing to add. Go ahead. Too. Around the, uh, that same era, I was probably, what, 19, 18 yeah. going to college? Yeah. Um, I actually fell in love with uh, Brazilian jazz. Really? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Hold on. And uh, actually, probably my top three album of all time is a Brazilian jazz Who? album. Um, I think it's by a guy named... Stan T- Getz? No. Taniro Jr. Taniro Jr. Real shit. The, his album, I think, is called Mbalo. Dang. And it uh, it's like a sketch of a guy playing in the piano. And it's from 1964. That's a good year for Brazilian Latin jazz. Yeah, like Bossa Nova. You talking like Bossa Nova stuff? I think I think so. Yeah, that's probably yeah. Dang. And inter- interestingly enough, actually, the guy only has one album. Really? And he was because he was assassinated because oh, they thought I he was. This out. Yeah. Dang. All right. Well, Whoa. we'll end it on Wait, that they note. They thought he was what? Wait, they thought he was <laughs> what? <laughs> he got to finish that sentence. I thought I I forgot. I think they thought he was like uh, I don't know. He was like trying he to start a revolution. Mid- no, like he an, yeah, to, maybe he went to like the crossroads and sold his soul. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. All yeah. Right, well, All right. it's quite a journey, boys. Quite yep. a journey. Shout out to Taco Bell. Remember the day drive special at Taco Bell. Please go to your local Taco Bell and record you uh, telling them <laughs> <laughs> ordering <laughs> the day drive special. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>